0: learned to drive when I was 15 with my uh, mom and dad. Got my permit and um, got to do some drive time with them. It was a a drastically different experience driving with mom than it was with dad. I think that's the the way it is for most parents. Um, Mom was a little more high strung. She would stomp the imaginary brake and the floorboard and she she will even grabbed the wheel um, while I was driving and to be fair I mean I have no I have no record of driving I'm learning to drive so that was her best assessment of the time was I need to step in here and take control completely to keep me from from danger I mean, that was her goal I don't You know, I have no no thoughts that my mom was this overlording driving instructor out of spite. It was for my safety. My dad, on the other hand, would sit on the other side and drink coffee. Or not drink coffee. And (laughs) casually tell me that I was about to veer into a semi that was barreling down the highway beside me. I never remember my dad stomping on the floorboard. Or I never remember my dad's hand going to the door panel. I never remember my dad raising his voice when I was driving. Other times, yes. When I was teaching me to drive, I really don't. Um, I think he was certain that what I was learning from the the harrowing situations of my driving was making me a better driver and so from my outside observation and without interviewing him for his thoughts it just seems that he knew it was going to make me better to go through it without interceding. It doesn't completely apply across, but it's certainly the the illustration that God put on my mind when I was continuing to meditate on this passage in 2 Corinthians 12. and We talked about yesterday his, his power, his ability to lift and take us to where he wants us to go. You know, in verse... Seven. Paul talks about that he was given a thorn in the flesh. You know that word thorn. If you look at it, it, it's the same as like a a splinter or a needle. It's it's irritating. It's not going to kill you, but it's irritating. it reminds you that it's there it I think sometimes what I miss and have missed in my life in situations is the fact that God allowed that nothing happens to my life or to your life that God does not allow you know the, the enemy didn't didn't pull a sneak attack and And surprise God and get to Paul. We learn that from from the book of Job. God instigated that conversation with, with the enemy, with the devil. Not only did he start the conversation, he allowed Satan to crush Job. I've talked about here recently about... The suffering that comes in our life, and I'm convinced that real growth, real spiritual growth, does not come easy. But it comes in the strength of His grace. It's when He's, in the, it's when I'm in these circumstances that are that our trials or are trying or are irritating that I have to remember why I'm in these situations and that ultimately although I may not know the ins and outs of every way it is that my Heavenly Father in His wisdom knows that I will be better off after them because I have went through them than I would be if I had not gone through them and sometimes He will take the wheel Sometimes he will stomp on the brake in the situation. And sometimes he will not. Sometimes he will not intervene, so it seems. But what I and you have to keep in mind is that God has placed us in that situation. He's allowed, if not placed, he's allowed that situation to come about in our life. Even the handiwork of our enemy, Satan. God's purposes are that big. I love how Tony Evans put that. Don't make God so small that he can't use the enemy in your life. Because he absolutely can use the enemy in your life to drive you on your knees. To drive me on my knees To get me where he wants me to go The tow truck sometimes comes around Because I'm not dead on the side of the road I have crashed And destroyed things And the enemy had a hand in it But God nonetheless is the one with the power To pick me up and take me where he wants to go So I don't know what situation you're in I don't know what kind of struggle You're facing and maybe right now You're in a season of life where you're not if you're not praise the Lord but you know as well as I do it'll come back around not because not because we've earned it or we're guilty of anything other than being the most wretched sinful creatures there are <laughs> but don't, don't forget the truth of Romans 8 uh, in seriousness there, there's no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus God doesn't allow these things in our lives oftentimes to punish us but to change us so we can experience the power of His grace in our life. So if you're not going through that right now you're not going through a season of of pain or suffering then be an encouragement to someone who is because I promise you people all around you believers all around you are struggling but if you are just don't lose sight don't lose the context that God allowed this in your life because it's going to make you better on the other side if we call out to Him. It's going to make us better on the other side if we call out to Him and endure it and experience victory through it in Him. If we try to handle this on our own, you would be like me with my car sit on the side of the road for hours and hours and hours and hours, accomplishing nothing. But when these situations in our life, these trials, these these irritations come, cry out to Jesus. His grace is sufficient for you and for me. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow, about our, our crying out to Him. Love you, God bless.